The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth. Because 306. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us in studio for another episode of How Does That Make You Feel? <laughs> Gans, nice to see you. Always good to be here. Good to see you. I missed you last time. Andrew had you all to himself yep. last time. I get nice you all to discussion. myself. We're, you and I are going to have a nice discussion. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk today um, about anxiety, negativity, frustration, and mm-hmm. stress. And, and, and the reason why you thought this was important was just, you know, a lot of things going on in the world right now. Yeah, yeah. There's... Well, it's you can feel it, right? And, and it doesn't help that it's sort of late in the winter, and yeah. we've had at least in Edmonton here, uh, well Alberta, really kind of crappy weather, right? Mm-hmm. It's been cold, and the wind chills been bad, and so people are stuck inside; they can't get exercise. So we're feeling a little bit of like cabin fever yeah. and and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, just a lot of a lot of turmoil, right? A lot of political turmoil, economic turmoil, you know, cultural change. Mm-hmm. People don't always know where they fit in right now, or what the rules of engagement are <laughs> and so there's a lot of lot of that uncertainty that's just sort of everywhere and that uncertainty can breed a lot of you know discontent frustration but especially stress I wanted to before we get into dealing with this just sure. break down a few things here because we talk about you know I think we know what negativity and frustration mm-hmm. is anxiety and stress mm-hmm. I think can manifest Lots in of many different ways, different ways. Yeah. Um, let's start with anxiety and we've talked about this in the past I mean, we talk about people who have panic attacks or anxiety attacks, or maybe you're having trouble sleeping, things Mm -hmm. you can't turn off your mind. Um, What are some of the ways that anxiety manifests? Well, those are all all really obvious ways that Mm -hmm. manifest, but there's also sort of that low-level anxiety. And, and, you know... um, when you look at the diagnoses, right? Like panic panic disorder is pretty easy to understand. Like if you're freaking out and panicking, mm-hmm. you see that. If there's a phobia, you kind of get that an unrealistic or un, un, yeah, unrealistic fear of something. But like something like generalized anxiety disorder is not something that's as easily recognized. And that's sort of this general feeling of discontent, this feeling that you can't quite settle. You can't really feel solid and, 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 and quiet. And, you know, you might find that you're physically feeling Fidgety, fidgety, or you might find that your mind's always going. Like mm-hmm. you said, a mm-hmm. lot of times we we either have a hard time falling asleep, or we wake up in the night and our mind's just going, and then it's hard to go back to sleep. Yeah. So those sorts of things are some symptoms of anxiety. A friend of mine posted on Facebook last night, and she is quite open with you know um, her challenges with anxiety, and she wrote a post that was probably. Mm-hmm you know, I don't know, 12 inches long on Facebook, which Mm -hmm. is long, uh, about how anxiety in her manifests. And I think we often think about the, oh, can't sleep, you know, all that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff. But she says... You know, when you talk about not being able to settle or not mm-hmm. feeling comfortable in your own skin, in your kinda. own skin, yeah. mm-hmm. she says it's it's for her in so many different ways. And she again, she listed it, but things like you know being afraid to get up in a restaurant because you're afraid people are looking oh, yeah. at you, um, uh, afraid of meeting new people, mm-hmm. and when you do walking away, wondering, oh, I, they probably what they think of me, right? Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I didn't think of it yeah. on that way that's at right. all. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's more social anxiety okay. that you know that manifests yep. as social anxiety, but even. 
you know, something that a lot of people can probably identify with is the whole idea of the imposter syndrome, right? Oh, man, if they only find out, if uh, they really only knew me, or, you know, I hope they don't see this hmm. part of me, right? So that that is also anxiety. And, and all those things... Those, that way of thinking, that belief system that, that doesn't really get challenged, doesn't really get um, questioned, mm -hmm. can lead to stress. Because if you think about it, you're walking around all the time wondering how people are judging you or feeling like you've got to look over your shoulder or you can't quite settle. One person said it's like, you know, the way it shows up for them is like they it, it, feeling like they're wearing a shirt that's too tight. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like, oh, I can't quite get comfortable. It's yeah. just, ah, uh, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so anxiety then, um, I, I think anxiety and stress might go hand in yep. hand because if if you ha if you're anxious and you talk about isn't it like the the fight or flight the adrenaline running through your right, body right what that can do yeah um, and with stress. And we all, again, have stress in our in our lives in different ways. Maybe it's work, maybe it's family, whatever it is. But that can be really bad for your health. Well, st stress generally, like the, the idea of stress. Mm -hmm. There's good stress and there's bad stress. Some stress is good. Like if you're, what is you know, good stress? Well, good stress is like, you know, I've got this competition I'm going okay. into and I'm really looking forward to it. I've got this goal I want to reach and I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm striving for that, right? Um, so, so good, like good stress is more like anticipation. It's more more like, you know, drive, it's those okay. sorts of things, right? But bad stress is when we're overwhelmed, right? Or when we, you know, we're, we're chronically feeling like, you know, we got to, like we said, look over your shoulder or that something bad is going to happen or, or you know, we're in constant um, conflict with mm -hmm. the people around us, whether it's a one person at the office or a partner or a kid or whatever, those sorts of things, that's, that's sort of the bad stress. It kind of wears you out, right? If you can find a way to use that as fuel or as a signal to say, okay, well, you know what? Something in my life needs to change. I need to maybe think about how I'm thinking. That's, you know, we, we talked about that on an earlier show. Or maybe I need to look at how I communicate. Or maybe I need to change my environment. Or maybe I need to get some help from somebody outside of myself and not the bartender, right? <laughs> um, and so, you know, if it can help you to change your activities or the way you approach something, then that can actually turn, you know, you can use it for something positive then. When you talk about negativity, isn't mm -hmm. that just a mindset? Can't we, I mean, isn't that just, uh, you know, we wake up in the morning and we, we make a decision about whether it's going to be a great day or a bad day? Well, it's sort of. Sometimes it's a conscious decision, right? So a lot of times it's an unconscious decision, right? You get up and you, you know, you stub your toe or you wake up because of a bad dream or whatever. It can start a cycle mm -hmm. that if you don't do something like consciously or deliberately to break it, or if the environment doesn't do something to you <laughs> to break it, it's very easy for that to cycle. Because, you know, the, the typical thing is I wake up on the wrong side of the bread, that I'm grumpy, so my grumpy energy goes and hits my partner, and so they're a little short with me. Mm -hmm. And then I judge that the wrong way, so I push back and, you know, end up the morning in a fight. Then I'm in a bad mood. I get into, you know, traffic, and I interpret the traffic the wrong way, or, you know, you know what I mean? And just kind of gets into this vortex of garbage for the yeah, day yeah. and you know all of this stuff just reinforces how crappy my life is do you know, do you, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean it, instead of actually saying okay you know what yeah I'm not feeling great today but let's see what I can do with this let's see how I can make this and, and listen I, I when we're talking about it, it sounds easy but it mm -hmm. really does take the decision 
a little bit of training and then a whole lot of practice to make sure you're able to do this because it's a skill. So you talk about training and practice because I think for you know a lot of folks who wake up on the on the wrong side mm-hmm. of the bed and they're grumpy and they eh, and it, mm-hmm. an awful day mm-hmm. something happens and it magically flips and it's like this has turned into the best day it right. started out crappy <laughs> uh, but that's you know sometimes I just think chance. <laughs> well yeah you know what I mean you know good stuff happens bad stuff happens yeah. and it can be chance and you know uh, I. It's great when chance works in your favor, but I don't know if I want to be a victim of circumstance for my whole life or if I want to have a little bit more uh, direct say in how I feel and how I function every day. So now that we've kind of cleared up what uh, anxiety, <laughs> negativity, <laughs> frustration, and stress are, um, you want to talk about the four ways to beat them, and I'm guessing that means uh, without medicine. <laughs> That's right. Well, without yeah. pharmaceuticals we, right. or cannabis or alcohol. Th- those, those are always ways that can break the cycle as well. But yeah, I wanted to talk about other things that will help to like you know mindset or, or different habits but I, I just want to mention something about stress before we leave that mm-hmm. topic because a lot of times we think about stress in terms of the anxiety side of stress mm-hmm. right but a lot of a lot of people don't really consider the depression side of stress I was gonna ask and, you does it lead right, to it yes so so you know anxiety and depression are basically two sides of the same coin mm. so they're very very closely related they're brother and sister basically really? right and so you know your anxiety can can lead you to be, you know, get into a negative mindset around some stuff, which can lead to depression. And depression, feeling bad, feeling sad, can lead to anxiety because, oh no, what's wrong with me? How come I'm not as happy as I should mm-hmm. be? How come this happens? And then you, you feed into this anxiety cycle. So these two cycles can run now and they can run independently they can feed into each other and so those those you know I, I just want to make it clear that people can have both and um, that's you know that's standard right well and I, I'm just trying to figure out you know from you know having to deal with anxiety mm-hmm. and knowing how that can make you feel in the body mm-hmm. and again it manifests in yep. everybody differently for me it's like I, I feel like I just have adrenaline coursing through my mm-hmm. body non-stop it's just like can't jitteries. breathe jittery yeah, yeah, can't mm-hmm. breathe can't sleep mm-hmm. that sort of stuff Whereas, you know, the, the stress side and the depression side, mm-hmm. to me, I think a lot of people think of that as being very down and being very it, low. It, it can to be. To me, I wonder how... Well, it, it can be. It can be. It can be a, like a very low energy state. It can be. You know, sometimes you get like physical pains in your bodies, but it can be. It can be headaches. It can be. Yeah. You know, a depression especially. Well, even anxiety can. Um, you know, show up as low sex drive, mm-hmm. um, low performance. Like mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a male or female sexual performance. Um, it can also be. Um, you know, headaches. Irritability is yeah. really, really popular, right? Um, whether and, and that's on the anxiety or the depression okay. side. I know for me, when I'm out of my window, when I'm out of my yep. zone, I, I tend to get really picky. I tend to really pick at stuff. It's like, how mm. come that's not done? Why, 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 what's going on over here? How come you guys didn't pick this up or mm. whatever, right? And that's one of the ways it manifests for me, right? And so... I, I think being aware of those things, being aware that it can show up in all these different ways. First of all, I want everybody to understand you're not crazy if it shows up like this, right? This is normal. This is how we're built as humans. And you don't have to just be a victim to it. You can actually do some things to start to change it, practice some ways of being, some habits of living, some ways of thinking that are going to make it much easier to break that cycle and actually protect you from getting into that cycle in the first place. So we've covered what it is we want to talk mm-hmm. about. Let's try to figure out with Dr. Gans the way to beat anxiety, negativity, frustration, and stress when we return on how does that make you feel. 
Uh, number one on the list when you're talking about how to deal with this, it says seek first to understand, then to be understood. So now you have to explain. Okay. So look, this is straight out of... Um Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is one of the habits. So this is this is the habit of communication, right? And the idea is this. When we get into, when we're in a relationship with somebody, we're trying to communicate. If we don't do this well, this is a source, a massive source of stress. Misunderstanding, not hearing, um, feeling misunderstood and misheard yourself can create all sorts of conflict. So just by just by figuring this out and so the idea is okay i want to i want to understand so it's a, it's a desire to understand as opposed to thinking i've got to get my point across first okay so it takes a lot of courage to do this because you have to basically listen first you have to say i would like to know how you feel please mm. let me know so i can understand and you stick with it until you really understand and when i say really understand not like oh yeah yeah i get it right it's like oh wait a second so what you're saying jaylin is this is this what you're trying to say mm -hmm. and really asking those follow-up questions to really get at the root of what the other person is saying but more importantly what their idea is or what their feelings are around whatever it is they're saying. Once you get that, <laughs> it's almost like something magical happens to that person. It's like they feel like, oh, oh, yeah, that's ex yeah, that's exactly right. And all of a sudden, they get really, really mellow, right? And then it's a lot easier for you to express your feelings and, and what your ideas are. And you can ask them to do the same thing to make sure they understand what it is you're saying versus just sort of assuming they understand and walking off. Well, that would uh, be ideal if everyone w were good listeners. <laughs> well, this is why I'm and talking about it. so this is it. a part of it. <laughs> right. So, uh, again, mm -hmm. um, because people tend to listen with... Um, <laughs> an, an answer, yeah, you yeah. know, with, you know, okay, well, what am I going to say next? Instead right. of listening and be willing to, yep. to follow where that person goes. goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, most people listen waiting for the person to take a breath so they can get their points in. Yes. Or waiting or thinking about poking holes in their argument or whatever. You know what I mean? And so it does take it does take a lot of courage. And you know, when I work with my folks either in workshops or, you know, in my office, this is one of the things I do. It's like we I do this a lot with families or couples or whatever, is just teaching good listening skills, good communication. And and it's like literally like magic when people feel heard because in this day and age, people do not feel like they're connected or heard in that same way, right? I wish I just lost. I, you you got me on what you were saying there because I know we've used it in our family, the mm. stuff that we've, we've, we've talked about uh, about here. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens if you are dealing with someone? I think if you're, if you're a husband and a wife or mm -hmm. maybe, a, you know, a daughter, son, something like family members, you know, something like that. But what if you're trying to have that conversation mm -hmm. with someone with very diverse mm -hmm. opinions? Mm -hmm. And that, again, I, that can be really hard. You really have to bite your tongue at that point. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, this and and that's exactly what's needed right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We need to be able to hear from people with different opinions than ours. We need to be able to hear what it is that that drives that that belief or or the way they're thinking. Because there's something and you know, listen, 
when when I work with the folks in my office, I always tell them, okay, so part of the deal is you have to like face each other. You got to like look at each other, and you know if they're like in a, a romantic partnership, I have them touch legs or feet or something. Because I said, listen, you have to remember that underneath whatever it is that you guys are con- having a conflict about, there is love, there is commitment, mm-hmm. there is a commonality. You both want the same thing. You both want the pain to stop. So let's say it's a, that's not like a lover or whatever, but just somebody on the street or whatever with a different opinion. You still want the same thing. You want to be heard. You want to be understood. You want life or the world to be better. You may have different ideas about how to make that happen. And so whatever it is, there's some, there's some commonality in terms of humanity that is with somebody with a different political opinion or a different social opinion or different lifestyle than yours. And it's important to remember that underneath all that stuff runs humanity and we are connected. And so if you, if you think about that in that way, then you can say, okay, you know what? This person clearly has a lot to say, right? There's a lot of energy coming at me. So let me try to listen. But let me also be strong enough to say, okay, well, this is uh, uh, an agreement that we're going to have that I'm going to listen to you. But once I've listened to you, I also want to be heard as mm-hmm. well because not it, it's not going to be fair if it's just one way. I'm not going to sit there and let myself be berated, but I want to slow you down. Let me make sure I got what you're trying to say so far. So you feel this way because of position A, B, and C. Is that right or am I missing something, right? And if you're an active listener like that, just just the effort in doing that can sometimes bring the person down. I was going to say that goes back to almost some validation, Oh, absolutely, it? 100%. That's exactly right. Great word. So, yeah, yeah. so if I take the time to listen to you, I'm validating uh, what you believe. I don't have to agree with it, but I'm giving you the opportunity and it, it makes you feel... I don't know, import, not blow right. off, not whatever, exactly. all of those things. Well, well, look at it this way, right? So validation, if I validate how you feel, mm-hmm. I don't have to validate your point of view, no. right? <laughs> like, I don't have no. to agree that, that, you, that this is how the world looks, but I can agree that you feel strongly about this and this is important to you. And, I, and because it's important to you and you are a fellow human being and you know partially important to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to you and hear what you have to say. And that validation is becoming less and less available in our current culture. And so when you show up like this, you're going to look like a hero. Actually, you're going to look like a superhero <laughs> because people don't get this very much. And then people t- tend to soften and then, you know, it's a better relationship after that. The point number one was seek first to understand, then to be understood. When we come back after the 3.30 news with Dr. Gans Ferentz on how does that make you feel, don't chase the snake. He'll explain after this. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.